even for those who are young and know the internet really well, super savvy with computer and tech and have been doing this for a while, even for people like that, a lot of times those limiting beliefs pop up in different ways. It could be like, oh, I don't want to, you know, launch my offer again because last time I did it, I feel like people were annoyed or some people unsubscribed from my email list and I don't want to do it again. It's all these limiting beliefs that we have, that these excuses we have that are just there to keep us in our safe zone. And that's totally normal. I don't want to make anyone feel bad. It's a reality that our normal is to protect ourselves. the podcast, The Life of a Bon Vivant, Manifesting Your Paris Dreams and More. I'm your host, Bita Hashampour. This podcast is designed to inspire, elevate, and help you step into the abundant life you deserve, whether that's in Paris or anywhere else in the world. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Life of a Bon Vivant podcast. So a lot of what I try to do on this podcast is inspire and motivate you and open up discussions to various topics that I think affect all of us on sometimes a daily basis, but just even in our, you know, typical lifestyle and the way we move about in life. And one of the topics that I think is always really fun to discuss, at least for me, is this idea of entrepreneurism and also just this idea of chasing after what you want. Uh, something that I hear people sometimes say, um, and I hear it from a lot of people, is this idea of, well, I can't do you know, X, Y, Z because of this kind of background that I have or this limitation that I have, or I don't have the skills to do that. I don't have the education, the experience, etc. And this often comes from women who are usually in the middle of the average lifespan. So typically like late 40s, 50s, uh, and it's usually women who have something in them, like a passion or a desire to do something, but they feel like it's too late, you know? And this is a concept that I'm sure many of you, you know, have heard where people say, oh, it's it's too late. Like I've, I've already gone to school for such and such, and I don't want to go to school again for this, or I'm not good at the computer and tech stuff, so I can't do that. And I have to chuckle a little bit at how ridiculous it sounds to me, uh, you know, and I am saying this all with love because I am in, you know, actually a business mastermind right now. I've been in them before, but I'm in one right now for digital entrepreneurs like myself and the people that are in this group with me range in ages and backgrounds and educations. And it's always just so fun to see how these people from all these different circumstances and life situations have created successful businesses. 
So I was just on a Zoom call last week where one of the women in the group was 80 plus. Um, she was this frail, older lady, just, I mean, like the sweet granny that you imagine. <laughs> and she was sitting in her chair in a way that you could tell, like she was very, you know, old and, and definitely not a, um, spring chicken that's like 21 year old bright eyed trying to start a business. No, this was a woman who had lived life and she showed up to this meeting, probably not really even knowing like exactly how all of the tech behind the scenes was working to make this meeting happen, but she still showed up and was excited and eager to learn something new that she could take with her for her own business and her own passions. And in this same meeting, there was another woman who barely spoke English. She only really spoke Spanish and she actually got called upon. She kind of raised her hand uh, to be called upon and be in the hot seat. And she had to use a translator to be able to communicate what, you know, her business was and get the help she needed. She was like, please just, you know, give me a moment so I can put what I have through a translator so I can actually express <laughs> the help I need and, and what I'm doing. And when I see these situations, I just think, look, here's like an older woman who probably doesn't really know that much technology. Uh, and not to say that all older people don't know technology. That's not true. But she, I just convey that because she was probably through half of her life by the time the internet came out. Um, and here she was on this virtual Zoom call. Then there's the woman, like I said, whose first language is not even English, trying to run a business in an English-speaking country. It's like as if I went to France and I was trying to run my business in French. That's a whole different thing. I may be able to speak French to get by day to day, you know, but speaking in a language operating your business in that language to native French people. That's a whole different ballgame. And here she was courageously stepping forward and doing it. And when I see these examples, it makes me chuckle at the people who do speak English, who are fairly comfortable with technology, who can actually, you know, use a phone and, and Facebook and these basic things. And when they say like, oh, I don't know the tech or I don't, you know, have the capabilities to run my own business or I don't have the experience or the know-how. To me, these are all just excuses. They're excuses that we use because we have limiting beliefs that are keeping us from taking that next step forward. You know, in the digital entrepreneur space, even for those who are young and know the internet really well, super savvy with computer and tech and have been doing this for a while, even for people like that, a lot of times those limiting beliefs pop up in different ways. It could be like, oh, I don't want to you know, launch my offer again because last time I did it, I feel like people were annoyed 
or some people unsubscribed from my email list and I don't want to do it again. It's all these limiting beliefs that we have, that these excuses we have that are just there to keep us in our safe zone. And that's totally normal. I don't want to make anyone feel bad. It's a reality that our normal is to protect ourselves. It's to stay in that comfort zone. It's your body's way of being in sort of survival mode. And we don't want any threat or danger. And that doesn't always mean like you being, you know, hunted down by a predator danger. It's also that sort of mental and emotional danger that you perceive of being hurt or feeling like a failure or you don't want to get your hopes up and then feel like they get crushed. You know, all of these things are perceived dangers to our mind, our subconscious. So we really have to make an active effort to not let those things stop us and to just take a step forward, sometimes a leap forward. So many times when I've launched things that I've done that I am passionate about, that I want to share with people, that I know is going to benefit them, I've had a fear in me as I do it because the fear comes from that place, like I said, that wants to protect me. What if people don't like my offer? What if people don't want to sign up? What if people think I'm being pushy or salesy, which is just at the end of the day, dumb. It's dumb because I know what I have to offer will make an impact on someone's life. And me putting that out there, yeah, it may annoy some people. Some people might think this isn't for me. But at the end of the day, there is someone that actually might be sitting there thinking, thank you so much. I've been waiting for this. And that has happened several times. I remember when I wanted to start coaching, I had a little bit of imposter syndrome. You know, who am I to coach people? I, I don't know. Like I know what works. I've, I've seen what works in my life and other women's lives. I've helped some people I know, but I don't know. I can't be a coach, you know? And then when I actually put my offer out there, there were so many women that emailed me back and said, please, can you help me? This is what I've been waiting for. And when I worked with them, they just left each meeting feeling like, thank you. Yes, this is what I needed to hear. And it made a difference in their life. And if I had just sat back scared and staying stuck in that sort of comfort zone, then I wouldn't have been able to help all those women. So I want you to think about, even if it's not an entrepreneurial thing, maybe it's just like trying a new hobby or just exploring something new that you've kind of wanted to try out and do. If there's something in your head telling you, no, don't do it. Just stop and sit with that and think about where is that no coming from? Is it coming from the place where you really actually don't want to do that thing and you feel like you need to because of what other people think you should be doing? Or is it coming from a place of fear? And fear is really just the base emotion for many things. It's the base emotion for, you know, doubt, um, any kind of limiting belief, any worry. All these emotions branch off of a core 
emotion of fear. And if it's coming from there, then I really urge you to just sit with it and ask yourself, well, what if? And the funny thing about this question of what if is that people often sit there and think the negative, right? Like, well, what if I decide to, you know, sell my paintings? I'm not really an artist. I don't really think I'm like life-changing or Picasso here, but I think I have some pretty art, but what if I put it out there and no one buys? Okay. What if you put it out there and you do find a buyer, multiple buyers? What if you put it out there and it was the type of art that someone was exactly looking for? So that's one thing. A lot of times we don't even look at the bright side. We go straight to the negative. But for this exercise, it's actually okay. If you want to look at the negative, do that. Flesh it out. What if no one buys? Okay. Well, then you're back at square run, right? And that doesn't mean that there is nobody in the world that wants your art. It could just be that you're not putting it in front of the right people. You're not messaging the the offer correctly. You're you know, not putting it out there in the right format. Maybe, you know, it was an offer better suited to be presented in person or via Instagram and not via email. So many different factors. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, a lot of those fears that we have, like fear of failure or fear of someone being mean and judging you. A lot of people are scared to go and put themselves out there because of their fear of what people around them, friends and family will think. Pardon my language, but F that. (laughs) Who cares? It's your life and you deserve to come out of that, you know, comfort zone and place of just being safe always because when you do, all the good stuff in life is there. And you deserve to experience the good stuff. And you shouldn't let any one person around you prohibit you from experiencing that, especially yourself. And I think that it doesn't matter what age you are or what circumstance you have, you know, are in. I've seen people in these business masterminds who have been homeless before, and now they have successful, thriving businesses. If they had just stayed in that place of, well, I'm homeless. I have nothing. I have no ability to, you know, take that course or invest in this or do this. Then they would have probably stayed in that situation, but they didn't allow what their perceived limitations were at the time. And I say perceived because usually our limitations are what we perceive as limitations dictate how they were going to take their next step. So if you've been sitting, you know, at home, at work, you know, taking care of the kids or being with your spouse, whatever, if you have the thought process going on in your mind that you want to be doing something, but you just think, you know, I can't, oh, I have this situation or I don't have the right experience or the right education or enough money or blah, blah, blah then really just take a look to analyze that and sit with that and figure out what is the core belief here behind that. If I sit here and think, okay, um, I can't have my own business because that's, that's not stable. 
You know, I need a paycheck. I need a paycheck to come every week. That's why I need to, or every month, that's why I need to work for someone else. I can't handle being an entrepreneur. Well, let's take a look at that because that is just, again, a limiting belief. The fact is that even working for an employer is not a, you know, quote unquote, stable paycheck. It's not a guarantee. You could be let go any day, especially in the United States where the laws make it really easy to do that uh, as an employer. So there's that. And then the other side of things is if you're an entrepreneur, you actually have massive amounts of opportunity to create money, you know, on demand. You can do that really anytime. Even if, for instance, let's say I was going to launch my coaching offer and I was worried that it wasn't going to make money. Well, worst case, right? Like we're going to flesh this out. Worst case, no one buys. Can I not do or create something else to sell money to? I still have an audience or I'm sorry to make money off of. And even if that, even if you want to flesh that and say, no, I don't have anything else to offer. Nope. I can't think of any other ways I can make money. Well, then could I not go and do food delivery? Could I not go and babysit? Could I not go walk some dogs? (laughs) Like there is so many things. And the funniest part is that it often never gets to that point. You never often reach that worst case scenario, but we love to use it as the thing that keeps us stuck in place in our little comfort zone. So think about it. Listen to this episode again if you need to, but I really urge you to take a look at in your life where you're playing it safe and why and what's coming up for you. You know, this is work that I do with my clients in my coaching you know, program. It's something that I think most human beings experience and go through. And it does take work. It's not like something that you can just switch. If you're someone who's scared of taking risk, it's hard to sometimes just be like, I'm not scared anymore. You can't do that. It's not like an on and off switch, but you can work your way through that. And I definitely do that with my clients. So I know it's possible. I've seen people come out of, you know, that from on the other side. If you are interested in going through that and you want that one-on-one help, obviously I do do coaching. Um, I do do one-to-one, but I also have a group coaching program coming up that's opening up in August. So if you are interested in that, make sure you sign up to my email list to keep your eyes peeled. That's also really, really valuable for people, especially people who want to be a little more, a little bit more mindful of the budget. It's sometimes more feasible for them to work in a group program and you still get incredible results. Um, but if you're like, no, I need the help <laughs> like right now, girl, let's let's get started. Then you can definitely message me for the one on one help, too. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and try to start looking at life through a more, you know, glass half full lens. Let's start turning those what ifs around to more of a positive what if. And let's see how it goes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review below. Otherwise, I'll have uh, links too for the coaching offer and the 
uh, email subscription in the show notes below. Talk to you soon.